Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 112 of the Kitchen Stitches podcast. I'm Summer. You can find me everywhere as Summer Yarns, S-O-M-E-R-Y-A-R-N-S. I'm Katie, Katie B, K-A-Y-T-E-E-B-E um, at on Ravelry or Katie B, K-T on Instagram. So it is, what day is today? February 8th. Yes, that's right. Yes. Saturday. <clears throat> we made it through January. That was a challenge. We had a rough month. I had a rough month. I mean, it was not a bad month, but it was a really busy month. So I think, I know we've talked in the past couple of episodes about the huge work project we've been doing, migrating from one system to another. And that finished up at the end of... Uh, last week? At the, yeah, end of last week or... The January 30th was the day we went live on the new system. And I have never been so exhausted in my entire oh, life. I was so tired. Um, but everything, for the most part, everything went well. I mean, it's little things like configuration issues. and uh, But the most important thing is that the data seemed to have come over. Well, that's good. Without a problem. and um, That's the important thing because configuration, I mean, that's exhausting, but that's... That's doable. Right. Know, losing all your data. Yeah, not. that was. Now we did. Well, I'll tell you. I think I may have told you. I don't know what I've told you or not, but there was one little bit, but no one here cares about that. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that, that week, so Wednesday and Thursday of that week for sure, I was in bed by 8.30, or at least I was asleep by 8.30. And then again, um, maybe Monday or two. There have been a couple of days. Since then, more. yeah, where I was, I was really tired, just it just really really busy. But all overall, I I'm really I'm really proud of myself. I I mean it was it was a big job and it went well and I've I got compliments from Cersei staff and Harris County staff and it just it felt really good to have everything go well. So I'm kind of glad that we didn't have to do. I know you guys had a lot on your part, but I'm glad there's no way we could have done it on our end. No, I can't imagine because they, there's no Katie way. on Katie's end, there there would have been multiple libraries that they would have had to have been dealing with rather than on well, my end. Have, it was just me and her. It's just we don't have the experience that Summer right. has, so trying to figure everything out in a hurry in a crisis situation yeah. is not the best time to do it. Yeah, but. That's over. I think yesterday was an almost normal day at work for the first time in maybe Two, since I've been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really, but um, you know, in several, probably a month yeah. at least. And I'm, I feel like I can work on new projects now. You can do your real uh, job now? Yeah, I can do my real <laughs> job now. So, um, anyway. Um, but there has... I have managed to continue to knit um, there were days where it might have been a row, but, um, yeah, life is back to normal. Um, we've got, I think we probably have a pretty full show. I don't have to, much of a book. So yeah, I, I've all, got, a, so. I've got a lot of books, but I don't know how much I'll talk about them, but we are not running low on iPad power this time. <laughs> I almost so. texted you this morning and I'm like, she's an yeah. adult. She'll, she'll remember. Yeah, I remembered. <laughs> if not, I'm like, we have plugs. Right. Um, so let's talk about finished objects. My first one I am super proud of. I 
finished my husband's sweater. My watch keeps reacting to my voice. Um, I So I knit him the Fundamental Top Down Men's Cardigan by Jen Hagen. Now, her design name is Fig Head Knits, I think. It's H-E-A-D-H, Fig Head. I don't, know. I don't know if that's how you say it either. But she's Jen Hagen. Um, I use Knit Picks Wool of the Andes Worsted in Icicle Heather, which is just a, it's like a, um, kind of a slate blue. Like a, to me, it looks gray with a blue tinge yeah, to it. That, yeah, that's pretty it's like good. a blue-gray, gray-blue. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed work. Well, it softened up quite a bit. I should have brought one of the others. Uh, it's still a little rustic-y feeling, but it's it, it definitely softened up. But um, I don't remember what size I knit for him. He's a bigger guy. Um so it was probably, it wasn't the largest size for sure. Maybe, probably the equivalent of like an extra large. But I did, this is the first sweater I've done where like the, there are no real armhole, arm, armhole holes. Like where the, where the arms join. I did, a, I felt like I did a good job seaming that up. Oh, there's no holes in the end. Yeah, arm. yeah, I don't know how to. From when yeah. you joined or separated right. for the sleeves. Yeah, thank you. There's, I mean, top, you can still it, see. Is a it top bit. down or bottom up? Uh, top down. And it's just a, I mean, it is exactly what it is it's a, just a basic cardigan with a button band and it's got a kind of a v neck. Um, we picked buttons just from Joanne. He went and helped me pick them out. And he has worn it and loves it. He absolutely Good. loves it. He tweeted about it and he's just gotten lots of compliments and I am really proud of it. It was, I spent this most of January. This was, I wasn't monogamous, but that was my main project and I made sure I got at least 15 minutes done on it. Yeah, and for the most, I was on the sleeves, so it was mostly at least a repeat on the sleeves. But then as I got closer to the ends, I was able to do a little bit more. And then when I got close, I just wanted to finish. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm really, really pleased with it. And I, so I had bought 23 balls of yarn for this. And it's the 50 gram balls from Knit Picks, about 200-ish yards per. I only used not quite 12. So I have half of the yarn left. So now I get, I'm like, well, I can knit myself something we can match. <laughs> I don't, I'm not doing matchy-matchy. But I have a lot, I have a sweater's worth for sure for me, I think that I could do something with. Um, so that's, those are my, or that is my only knitting FO, but I do have two spinning FOs. And the first one is uh, Lone Star Arts Merino in the Woodberry color. It's, um, it's like a berry. I mean, it is a yeah. berry color with some brown. I mean, it's yeah. very descriptive. It's wood and berries. Uh, it's a bulky, about 117 yards. I make a really nice hat. Yeah. And then the other one is, I don't know who the dyer was. Uh, this was gifted to me from a friend who was not spending anymore and gave me a lot of her stash. And this one was just in a Ziploc and was labeled as Cheviot. So I don't know what the colorway was or who the dyer was, but I had never spun Cheviot before. It's a long wool, so I had to spin it a little differently than I normally do so that it doesn't become like wiry. Okay. You have to, um, 
the what I've heard, and it seemed to have worked okay, you want to spin it looser and ply it tighter. Okay. And that's what I did. It was kind of, it was much more of a, it wasn't a woolen spun, but maybe more so. I, I, for spinners out there, I usually, when I draft, I do a, um, uh, like a, uh, can't, a short forward draw, I think. So I hold it in my left hand and pull out with my right hand. And this I was holding, I was drafting a little bit with my, with my right hand, but I also was kind of pulling with mm -hmm. my left hand at the same time. And, um, it turned out really well. It's the colors in this are, they're, uh, they match my friend. <laughs> Uh, they gave it to me. You can tell uh, all of the all of the wool that I got from her. You can tell because it's all in her color palette. <laughs> but this is um, it's got turquoise and kind of a hot pink and a little bit of kind of greenish and pur purplish. I don't um, see green. I looked like green right somewhere. I don't think there was I any green at all. And blues and yeah, I think it's the light. And a different shade yeah. of blue. Yeah. yeah, but it's um very very cool colors. And it's a it's a sport weight about um, 264 yards. I had wanted to spin it a little thinner, Chevy. It would be good for socks, but it's it's too thick. But I could do um I could do a pair of sport weight socks with it, yeah. little slippers or something like that. It's a little um it's a little scratchy, so I wouldn't want like a cowl or anything like that. And I think even I think a hat would even would bother my scalp, not my scalp, my forehead. But it's pretty. I don't know what it'll become. So those are my FOs. What have you got? I finished my Armstrong shawl, which is a pattern by Cassie Munsgaard. I've knit a couple of her other patterns. <clears throat> this is just a big triangle shawl, um, three colors, and it just uses stripes and textures. So I knit this out of Plucky Knitter Cozy, which is camel and merino. Um, it's a DK weight, and so I use Cressy Road, which is a dark purple, like my one of my favorite purples, uh, Lollipop Guild, which is a um, bright pink, purpley pink, and then um, Green Goddess, which in this base is kind of a eye-searing, pukey green. <laughs> um, so it's a big triangle shawl. I still need to block it to even it out just a little bit. I really like the way the the really dark purple tones down the other two bright colors. I feel like yeah, they well, balance it's, each it's, other. It's dark enough you can't tell <clears throat> is it like a dark gray or right. is it a dark yeah. purple. And part of it's the light too. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm trying to not hang on to my yarn. I'm like I bought it for a reason. Let's knit with it. I can't hoard all the purple yarn forever. So, um, and this was like, I mean, if anyone's you've been a regular listener for a while, you know, my mojo has kind of gone away in the last two years and especially in the last six months since a lot of stuff's been going on at work. I powered through this. I knit this in like three, three and a half weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. I started this. Before my birthday and finished mid-December or started around Thanksgiving and finished early January. So, yeah, I powered through this. So, although I don't know how I feel. I think I don't, 
I like the way triangle shawls look. It's just when you get into those heavier bases, you start getting that huge bib in the front. Yeah, I, I like can't wear them. The, I like I, wearing them in the front, but... So, I don't know. But yeah. it was a quick... For me, it was a quick knit. I powered through it, so... I like the asymmetric on the bias ones. Mm -hmm. Or the long, longer skinny. Mm -hmm. That you can wear more scarf-like. Yeah, I think. You know, for the, <coughs> for the winters we have here. Right. We have really we, not had much of a winter this was, year at was, all. Well, even though it was kind of, it was really windy. When was that? Thursday. Mm -hmm. Really windy. We walked across the street and I'm like, I got a puffy coat mm -hmm. and I took my cashmere hat with me. I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, I don't need that. I'm just going a block across the street. But yeah, that wind whips. Yeah, that's the downtown. downtown the, that, yeah, that is. I don't miss that. That's all I got. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, I have got quite a few. I've got four whips to talk about. Do you want to talk about yours first, or do you want? I don't care. I have two. Right. Oh, I'll go ahead and go. Okay. <clears throat> I forgot to take allergy medicine medicine today, and I've been got just a lot of clearing my throat. Sorry about that. Okay. I have been fairly, like, kind of like with the sweater, fairly monogamous. So the things that got work, some, some got more work on them than others. Um, I, I didn't, I don't think I put a, I didn't put a stitch marker in here or a progress keeper. So I don't know how much I've done on this since we went since we podcast last so i'm not honestly sure i did some at all uh, this is the stargazer loop by dawn barker i i'm using suburban stitcher silky mohair lace and single sock both in the lanyap colorway which is a um kind of a, a rosy color um with flecks of orange and um like a it's kind of a kind bricky of brown. bricky yeah. red with pinks and oranges in it yeah not brick, kind of terracotta -y. Yeah. yeah it's a really pretty color and this is just a really really simple pattern it's um it's basically a spiral um with you know a certain number of knits and then a pearl and all, all around so it's a really really mindless knit it does not i know that i have worked on it it does not grow it's supposed to be seven inches before you bind off and it's it just it just seems like i mean maybe i knit yeah you maybe yeah. I've knit That's half, a lot of three stitches. quarters of an inch. It is. It's two hundred something, I think, yeah. around. But it just it. Well, I can sit and work count, on it and work yeah. on it and work on it, and it just doesn't. It doesn't seem to grow. But it is really good mindless knitting, and it's really pretty, and will be really soft one of these days when I finish it. And then I've got the cross and diamond cowl. Now, this, I've been working on this this week, so it's gotten a bit of love. I'm using. Um, Hope Bohem fibers in, or it's Mimi DK and Handmaid's Tale, Resistance and Subjugation. And honestly, I don't remember which one is which now. Um, I've got kind of a, a kind of an eggplanty purple. It's got a little more of a brownish. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they're very, they're very dust, like, it's like a dusty color. Mm -hmm. Like, I, um, so I've got that one. And then kind of a, not sagey green, but a, kind of spearminty. Yeah. And then a speckled, which is a pale pink with the same 
green and a little bit of that same purple in it. And this is a mosaic knitting cowl, or at least partially, it's a color work cowl. So you've got three different sections that will repeat and I've finished one and I'm into the second one. So you start with a block of one of the solids or one of the colors and then a mosaic pattern, which I think you can see better if it's farther off. Yeah. But, um, and then another kind of striped section and then it leads into the next block of a, you know, with a different main color and uh, the mosaic pattern. So I am just into the second block. I think I did seven rows out of 16. Um, <clears throat> it's pretty. And it's it's also really simple. Especially, I mean, this is about a 42 row pattern, I think, of the mosaic knitting. And then the rest is just garter. So it's also a pretty simple pattern. And let's see, what else do I got? Oh, I don't have them with me, but I at work I've been working on the Simple Skip Socks by Adrian Koo. I'm using Shipwrecked Sheep, Squish Sock, in the Mercurius colorway. I think I had them with me the last time. It was a really, yeah, because I showed the picture of Mercury next to the ball of yarn. But uh, it's, uh, it's mostly blues with some kind of tan and browns. And maybe there's some green in there. I can't remember right now, but I am, I just started yesterday the heel flap on the second sock. So I, I only do, a, I did about a three inch cuff on the first one. So the fact that I'm on the heel flap does not mean a whole lot. <laughs> um, it's one of those things that if I get time to work on it at work, it'll go pretty quickly. I, I the There's a deadline on them, but it's not until April 4th. Oh. So... I will be, I'll, you know, keeping them at work and working on them <clears throat> is great. I will be done probably a month ahead of time, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. And then I really wanted, so we went hiking, it's probably a couple of weeks ago now, and it was just cool enough that I wanted a hat, but when I wore the DK hat, it was a little bit too warm, so I decided I needed a finger weight. Hat. So I'm doing uh, the thermal cap. It's a free pattern by Kate Salomon. I'm using Knitted Wit Victory Sock in the She Persisted colorway. And it's uh, like a gray base with, uh, with speckles of hot pinks and yellows and oranges and purples. Um, it's kind of graffiti looking mm -hmm. to me. And it's a really simple pattern. It's garter with slip stitches. Um, you do the band and the smaller needle and then go up. To a higher one. I'm not, I'm maybe three inches into it. What was the name of that? Thermal cap. And I might, I'm a little concerned that it might be too tight. I went, I always go down to needle sizes, especially on hats. In in this particular case, I think it might have been a little too much, but I think I'll be able to block it out a little bit, a little bit looser if I need to. It will go on my head, but I'm afraid it might be a little tight. And give me a headache. And then last but not least, I had not picked this up again since the last time we podcast, but I took a mental health day on Thursday, which was the first day I actually felt like I could be away from work <clears throat> after the migration. And I sat and put another ball of the Loopity Loop yarn into oh, this yeah. blanket. 
So I have, well, better from this side, a big, probably, there's, there's animal hair all over this. Uh, what is that? Probably about 15 inches, maybe. It's a little more than a foot of black and then same of white. And I'm going to go into a gray ball next and then do white and then black again. Super easy, although I did, I had to rip it back out. I When I picked it back up, I had it flipped around and I couldn't figure out how I had been doing it before. And then I kept finding like... There were a couple of places where I had dropped a loop or I'd forgotten a loop. So I, but it's easy, you know, you just rip back right. and then it's pretty fast to get back to where you were. But it is super, super, super soft. I asked my husband, I was like, so what are you, what are the chances? I'm terrible about putting stuff in the mail. It's like, what are you, the chances that I actually mail this <laughs> off? And he's like, well, I'm going to make you. So <laughs> they're pretty good. Let's see. Ongoing. I'm still working on my granny stripe blanket. I've put a few squares in the Cozy Memories blanket, but nowhere near enough. Although we'll talk about that a little bit in acquisitions. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I just finished the spinning today, so I don't have anything that I do have something cued, but nothing on the wheel right now. So tell me about your two works in progress. Okay. <laughs> That's in the queue. I'll fix it later. Um, works in progress. So I don't remember when I started this. Probably a couple weeks ago. Because I've been knitting on the patio. Or upstairs patio. Um, this is... Um, the first one is Tuft. <laughs> by Pucky Knitter. It's just a... Um, it's a big like scarf wrap. I don't know... It's asymmetric, so it's knit on the bias. Where's the bottom? There you go. Yeah. Um, I love those colors. So I'm knitting it in crew. It's a D weight, it's a DK weight pattern. I'm knitting it in crew, which is um, cotton and merino. Um, so I'm using. Plucky Crew in uh, Poppycock, which is the blue, the darker blue. Mm -hmm. It's like blue with some under, some teal undertones. Um, and then you stripe, you know, at these weird intervals, garter section, or garter stripe. Um, the cloud cap is like a teal blue, and then caramel or caramel kiss is kind of like a peachy, peachy color. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought they went really well together. Yeah, I really like I like that a lot. And um, I'm like, I was thinking about that. I bought a new winter coat, a puffy coat, and um, it's navy and it has this this tealish color. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that'll go good with my new that coat. That will go. Because <clears throat> um, when winter finally comes back. Well, it's always 65 in my office, so I always need something to wear. Um, <laughs> I took my, one of my cashmere hats to work the other day. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm not wearing a mirror. Um, so there's that. I'm like a quarter of the way through. It's like 900 yards of DK, so I think I'm knitting it on a seven. 
I'm on my second ball of DK. Um, but it's it's an easy pattern, and I'm I like stuff that's easy like that where it's just you know kind of go back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, the other one's the Akira cowl. So you knit like X number of inches in ribbing, and then you start the lace section. Well, I started the lace section and I screwed up, and so it's in timeout. No. I fro I did take a smaller needle to work so I could sit and rip it out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start putting in lifelines. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's like, lace takes too much brain power for me. It's just like, you know, slip one, yarn over, knit one, pass slip stitch over, or something mm -hmm. like that, and then another yarn over. And it's like I got off somewhere. Right. And yeah. And it's just like, that's too hard to try and figure out. We'll just rip back to where we're... A starting point and we'll put a stitch marker or a lifeline in as we mm -hmm. go. It's in bulky so it and you don't have to knit that lace pattern forever but it's like I just don't have the brain space right now. Yeah. So. Um let's see. Other crafty adventures I have I have been consistently cross-stitching maybe not every night but i've been trying to get so last time we joked about my 15 minutes a day of all of the things <laughs> so i've right now i'm trying to spend 15 minutes a day that doesn't always happen sometimes i really just don't feel like spinning um 15 minutes of whatever netting project i have dedicated for that week and then i try to do to cross-stitch on two different patterns and so that's really not a huge chunk of time it's you know an hour and a half maybe of crafting um depending <clears throat> or what i'll what i'll usually do is spin and then do cross stitch and then whatever time i have left i'll put it into the knitting um so i'm still working on the cross stitch stocking for my husband i am so if you know the shape of a stocking i am on the toe portion so I'm, i've made a lot of progress on that um, and then I started one, it's called, I can't remember, there's more to the name, but, um, it's Catalog of Witches Familiars. I don't think I have it synced on my phone, but it's, it's cute. It's, um, like a black framed thing with kind of, it looks like a, like a gate. You know how you would have this script above a gate mm -hmm. that says whatever the name so-and-so's catalog of which is familiars and then it's a it's a monthly so you get a block a month so mm -hmm. the first one was a cat and then the second one is a bunny and i'm still i'm still on the cat i got behind on that but <clears throat> i've been making progress on that um we'll move into acquisitions because <laughs> it's relevant today um joanne was having a big sale there was like 40 or they had a good coupon. It was 40% off everything or 40% off your entire regular price purchase. So I was going to go and find something just because why not? And then I started, um, this morning I was cross stitching. I usually cross stitch at night and I've been having a really hard time with my eyes. I mean, it's just, I, I can't see very well. And it's really frustrating and I'll end up with my glasses on top of my head and the thing right in front of my face. But this morning I cross stitched right next to the window with the, with the window open in natural light. And I had no problems whatsoever. So I'm like, situation. I need a better light. Did you get so an light? I got an ot light. So they, 
the outlights themselves were 40% off. Unfortunately, it was not a 40% off on top of the 40%, but I got a really nice outlight at a really good price, but it's a, one of the floor lamps and it has a little, um, like a little accessory tray so I can put my iPad in it and it's going to make all the difference. I, f I feel like it's a good tomorrow yeah. look. Yeah. Because I want something for my yarn room. Because mm -hmm. it's, I need, Dave's like, I kept saying, I need more light in there. Because it mm -hmm. just has the overhead for yeah. the, from the, um, the ceiling fan, which is an old ceiling fan. And yeah, I need to like, have the same issue in my craft room. I'm like, I, you know, it's, it's okay if you're just in there like winding yarn. Right. But if I want to sit there and mix and match yarns, it's yeah, not Yeah, I light. think the next time they have a big sale, I'll probably buy one for that room. In so, my room as well. Yeah. But, um, let me check, make sure the sale doesn't end today. Oh. But they're probably open till nine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, so I got that. But then the other, I got a couple other things. I got um, a couple of things of fiber. Sorry for the scratchy or um, crinkly. That's the word. Uh, I ordered from Hopkins Fiber Studio. This is Boardwalk, and it is Targi Bamboo Silk, and um, it is, it's just kind of a mishmash of colors. It's got blues and purples and um, kind of mustardy, that's pretty much the, that's the bulk of it. Um, I've never spun this blend before, so I think that I like spinning Targi. I'm not the, always the biggest fan of bamboo, so we'll see how that combination goes. And then... I also, I've been following Amara Moon Fiber Arts on Instagram for a really long time, and I always want to buy something, so I bought something from her. It's just, uh, it's 23 Micron Merino in the Liriel colorway, and it's just a really pretty purple, a tonal purple. And then last but not least, I bought, with birthday money, I've had a birthday since we last spoke. I ordered the Leading Men Fiber Arts Year in Review oh, Mini okay. Skein Set. So these will all go into the blanket. So there's another 12 <laughs> out of the 140 whatever that have to go. Uh, but so it, it came with all, with a good, I think they're 90, 92 yard mini skeins of all of the their monthly colorways for 2019. And it came in a bag by Whimsy Stitches. It's one of... Um, Rick's bags with the vinyl, which I've never had, and I've, I've never really wanted one, mainly because with all of the animals, I feel like it's it will attract like animal um, hair and stuff. So I wasn't sure. I don't um, like the stiffness of. Yeah, I kind of I do like the bag better than I thought I would, but I haven't used it as a project bag, so we'll see what I think about that. And it also came with a pattern um, with a free download of a pattern, and I can't remember who it was by, but. So I already, I mean, I have a plan for these, so I probably, I won't use that. But maybe in the future for something else. What do you have? Um, <clears throat> let's see. So I've got a skein of uh, mustache. Mm -hmm. um, this is called Midnight With You. Ooh, it's pretty. So it's a couple of shades of purple and pink and like gray. Yeah, really she, dark. She's known for her self-striping a uh, sock yarn. Um, so is yeah. it one of the perfect? Is it a perfect skein or whatever? She calls An OCD. It? Yeah. Perfect I think, self. -striping. Yeah, I think she changed it from OCD. Yeah, she. That's what they used to call. It. Yeah, yeah. So it's 
two half skeins that um, just <coughs> together in one big mm -hmm. skein. Um, I'm still buying Bargello kits, even though I haven't finished the first Bargello I started like a year and a half ago. This is a Valentine's Day one. Um, so it's the, she's doing, some of the patterns are downloadable now, um, oh. just to save on costs mm -hmm. and time, basically, so she can get kits out. Um, so this is from Hello Bargello. Um, it's a craft from like the 70s. It's basically just this like plastic canvas. Yeah, it's plastic it. canvas. Um, and so you cut the canvas. Um, it's in, in the same vein as the Christmas ornaments that I mm -hmm. haven't made yet either. <laughs> um, and then um, she actually included envelopes. So like you can oh, make nice. it. And so it's like the size of a coaster. Yeah. Um, and you stitch a heart on it mm -hmm. and um you could use it as a coaster or a little ornament for your office or something like that so you got two four, six, seven skeins of tapestry wool which is basically like a worsted weight wool um there are some envelopes with little cards you get the a needle um you get the plastic grid stuff that you um and then it comes in a zipper pouch so I've got that, and um, I got a wall hanging is what it's gonna be. It can't. She put um, this is from Mishmash Rug Mishmash. Um, I don't know how long she's been around. I started following her. Um, came across her through someone else's Instagram feed. Um, she makes handmade rugs or rug mugs or um, wall hangings um, of various sizes and shapes. Now I don't know that she'll, she does like a full size room rug, but it's more of like a little, you know, a little rug you'd have like in front of the toilet or in your craft room or something little on that small scale. Um, so this is 12 by 18 and, um, I got it, it was marketed for the wall mm -hmm. and so she, um, put <clears throat> little brackets and, uh, hangers on the back and it's, um, it's made with Manos del Uruguay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and so it's all hand, whatever, hand tufted, is that really what you call pretty, it? Yeah, that's really pretty. Um, so it's, and I linked it in the show notes, the actual rug I got. It's little polka dots. So it's kind of this weird, I don't know if this is from it being washed, if it bled, or if it's the color, the base colors kind of got this green tinge to it. And then there's polka dots of different sizes of like a teal and an orange and a blue and a purple. Um, but my craft room is this pretty blue shade of blue so I think this will be pretty on the wall <coughs> so. mm -hmm. my first decoration for my new house <laughs> um yeah I think that's all I've gotten I was watching um Diary of a Physicist Farm Girl today she did this little mini episode not an episode she went to um a needlework store in Conway Arkansas which is near where she lives I think that's where her the university she teaches at is 
and I can't remember the name of it right now, but she did a little interview with the owner and like walked around and showed that I, I really, really want to go <laughs> to a store like that. I was looking, we should go to Nimble Fingers sometime in Memorial because it's got knitting, oh, okay. it's got yarn supplies and it's also got needlework supplies. Oh, okay. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, and there's another one up in, in spring. So when, maybe when we do our little, when do we finally do a yarn call one day, we can go up to spring. We can go to a shop up there Montgomery, too. Because uh, Montgomery Modern Skiing expanded their store. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think they moved in, took some of the space from next door. Oh, so wow. So she's got like twice the space now. That was fast. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. did it like in two weeks. Wow. Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, she just posted yeah. on Instagram like a day or two ago about oh. that. Yeah. Huh. Well, we need to make another trip sometime soon. Uh, let's see. Events upcoming. We have dis or it plans evolved, and we are now going to be able to go to DFW Fiber Fest for that Friday. And then, I guess, depending on if, if there's anything we want, we could probably go in the morning on that Saturday if we wanted to. Um, I, the plan, I mean, I wasn't planning to go because it's the weekend of my husband's birthday and the past couple of times, well, no, the third time, the first time I happened, first time I got to go, I was actually already up in the Dallas area. So I managed to fit in a trip. And then last year he had a workshop or something was going on on his birthday or that weekend. So we were able to go and then it turned out that he is giving a talk at some little conference or some workshop in the morning on that day. And he, so he was like, oh, I have to do this. And it's on my birthday. I was like, really? <laughs> so <laughs> you wouldn't mind if I went and did this. <laughs> so he's, he's fully supportive. So we will be there. I mean, we'll drive up sometime Friday morning and be there. Um, I don't know if tickets are on sale for evening events and how all of that works because we've never oh, been there yeah. right that time but or is that all thursday night there's something on friday night well, I don't know. but i there last time i looked there were tickets weren't on sale yet and i don't remember what day I they were i think that would already be on sale because all the yeah. classes and stuff are starting to sell out yeah maybe let's look real quick but anyway i'm really excited to get to go um Let's see, schedule. They have like a fashion show and a talk and stuff like that? Like they do at Stitches or? I don't know. I'm sure. Stitches or? No, no, no. I definitely looked and there, uh, Friday night. There's something about Friday night. Uh, join us as we celebrate our quinceanera. 15 years of fiber mm. fun. Oh, yeah. Clara Parks is speaking. Um, oh, they don't. Tickets go on sale on the 29th. Okay. So. so they haven't done that yet. <clears throat> yeah. Oh she, oh, she will be moderating a panel of fiber arts instructors, including J.C. Breyer, Franklin Habit, Judith McKenzie, Stephanie Pearl McPhee, and introducing Arika Presenal. So that will be fun, maybe. I don't know anything about that or how hard it is to get tickets or anything like it's, that. I think it's a matter yeah. of your internet skills at the time. Right. Which we have, so. Yeah, but <laughs> it all depends on, it may depend on your internet skills, depending on, what day, I don't even know what day the 29th is. So Saturday. Oh, okay, well that's not a big deal. 
but yeah. So uh, then the next thing upcoming is Houston Fiber Fest in at the end of June, and I know, I mean, I'm planning. You know, we're planning to go. I it'll be Saturday for me. I don't yeah. have enough vacation days to to take off, especially you know, I'm going to take. I do have enough to take off on for DFW, but not to do both. So. Well, and it's a lot of the same vendors that yeah. we see all yeah. the time, anyways. So I looked that... at Yellow Rose, um, and it's it the vendors there are mostly what we're going to see at Houston. So, I, uh, yeah. although I think as Houston gets bigger, you might start getting some of the some other people coming. Right. Yeah. I mean, so if I mean, if I had to choose between. Yellow Rose and Houston, I'll probably get, well, first of all, Houston is here, but I do think that they are going to attract, it's going to, it's going to get bigger. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, in the kitchen, nothing that I made, but I did, I mentioned I had a birthday. My daughter asked if she could bake for me and they made Snickers cheesecake bars, which were very good. And my son wanted brownies that week and decided that they were going to bake brownies for me he's not a sweet eater either i know but uh, uh, yeah <laughs> he wanted brownies actually he went on and on about how a brownie was like the perfect dessert and he really wanted to make brownies he's never baked anything in his life and on the sunday after my birthday he made he made brownies and they were some of the best brownies wow. i have ever eaten he did Secret baker. I is. know. And he was really, I mean, I really think it kind of opened something. So he's like, he claims he's going to chew, to master cheesecake now. I think that's kind of a stretch from oh, brownies darn. to cheesecake. Oh, darn. I but, but <clears throat> he was really, he was very pleased. I think he uncovered, it was a hidden skill. You know, well, you said just, he was interested in cooking. And yeah. Tried to yeah. He's also, um, he had made a spinach artichoke dip when I think they had like a group of friends had hung out at some point and he had made that. And so he got the recipe for that and made that another day, you know, like we were meeting or we were having, I think the kids and their friends were coming over for dinner and he's like, oh, I'll make spinach artichoke dip. So he did that. And there was that, oh, that was the day. So his fiance is staying at our house. Uh, Sunday, Monday, two, like four nights of the week and at their house, the other, the other three nights, um, they're doing an apprenticeship at a tattoo parlor. So that's closer to home. So they stay there on the weekends <clears throat> and she's in school and Eli is not. But there was one morning, you know, she got up, she was getting ready to school, and he got up and made her breakfast. <laughs> he made, like, scrambled her an egg, and I, I'm like, what is going on here? Is this my child? <laughs> and then that same day, he volunteered to make spinach artichoke dip. So, I am, um, it's very, it's a very pleasant development. But I'm looking forward to the baking. So, reading and watching, is this my show now again? The only thing <laughs> For, I've watched. I haven't read, honestly, anything since Thanksgiving. I still have my Kindle turned in airplane mode so that... Um, <laughs> the book that you have the, won't go away. Whatever that last book in the Diary <clears throat> Blake series is, is still sitting there. Um, the only thing I've 
I mean, I'm watching stuff, but um, I started watching The Outsider on HBO. We were watching the trailer for that a little while ago. That's a Stephen the King, Stephen King book right. or whatever. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's It has me hooked because I want to know what the weirdness is that's going on. Yeah. It's kind of in the vein of, have you ever watched The Sinner Mm-mm. on USA? Kind of I think how, Jimmy has. I don't think I have. Um, there's two seasons and the third season just started, but there are different storylines in each season of something dark happens and then you spend the whole season trying to figure out, you know, is it some other power at play or what the, you know, the whole story is, but... um I it's I like it. It's kind of dark and weird, mm-hmm. but I I really I like I like Stephen King as an author, and I really like especially the modern uh, adaptations of his stuff has have been really really good. So, I, yeah, we we probably will watch that one. Um, <clears throat> I I mostly am listening to books because I have an hour and a half commute every day or forty five minutes each way. At least, uh, so I've been going through audiobooks. Um, I, you know, if I if it were if I didn't have audiobooks, I wouldn't be reading either because I, I you know, I can get through even though I, I don't know if I mentioned last time I bought a Kindle because it was um, it was lighter weight and <laughs> you hurt yourself with the book, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's some you know, I needed to adjust the font size there was i mean in the and my ipad just wasn't cutting it it, just, it was right. too heavy it was so I, even with that i can't get through more than you know a page or two every night it seems like but i did it took me forever and i did the same thing with turning when you're putting my kindle in airplane mode after i renewed the book as many times as i could um i was reading age of myth by Michael J. Sullivan. It's book one in the Legends of the First Empire series. It's an epic fantasy. Um, I don't know that I can actually... So it focuses, like, the main character, he's dubbed the God Killer because there's this one... I'm sure it goes more into this later in the series, but there's, like, one race of people who... Everyone thinks are gods, and they kind of think of themselves as godlike, but they're really they're really not. Um, <clears throat> he and he kills one. He, one of them had killed his father, and he, you know, out of anger and right. impulse, whatever, killed one. And he got the reputation as god killer. And um, he meets up with someone from one of these like villages, and you know, all of this stuff happens. But I really enjoyed it. It actually there was quite a lot of humor. That kind of reminded me a little bit of um, kind of like Princess Bride-ish. Yeah. It wasn't quite that outlandish, but there were times I'm like, this is really funny. Um, I didn't, I did enjoy that. Um, so I finished that one. I'll probably eventually read more in the series. Um, and then as far as listening, I finished Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson, which is a mystery novel set in a boarding school um in the Northeast, I think, uh, the, some, there had been a murder there in the twenties and the, the school, like the students were all special for some reason. And so the one, the main character want her, she was like really, really into true crime and like, not just, you know, like my favorite murder, but like 
<clears throat> wants to solve crimes. She wants to be a detective or work for the FBI or something. And so it decides that she's going to solve this mystery. And it was really good. I liked that one a lot. It's the first in a series. I think there's a, I don't know if it's a trilogy. I think the second one is out, but I, it wasn't available for me to read yet, but really liked that. And then I read On the Come Up by Angie Thomas. Uh, Angie Thomas wrote um, The Hate You Give. And this one was about a high schooler who is an aspiring hip-hop star. And basically, she's just really, she's very hot-headed and tends to say things and uh, get herself into situations um, and kind of has to learn the power of her words and it's really good um i liked the hate you give better but this one i you know good four stars really liked that a lot and then i listened to my sister the serial killer by i don't know how to say her name oyinkan oyinkan braithwaite and i didn't like this one <laughs> this one um so literally the main so the main character's sister tends to kill every guy she dates you know, and she always has an excuse and the narration, this is fiction. fiction. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the narration was really good. I did enjoy that, but the story, the characters were just very unpleasant. I didn't like any of the characters. Um, so that one, it, it, it was on Goodreads nominees for this year. I don't remember if it actually won anything, but I didn't, I didn't like that one very much. Then I, just recently finished An Anonymous Girl by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekkanen. And this one is kind of a, <clears throat> this one's kind of a thriller. Reminded me a little bit of like Fatal Attraction, except the main character, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. So this, the main character enters, um, like a psychological study to earn some money. And it turns out that the, the psych psychiatrist who is running the study is just crazy. Um, and she really, her husband had cheated on her and she decides to use this girl to try to find out if her husband could be faithful. And, She's, she's crazy. Very, very manipulative and, you know, the kind of thing, like, once you're into this, like, there was no way to really get out. Right. Um, it was pretty good. I, the, it picked up the first half, maybe, maybe first third was, it kind of dragged and I really did not like, I liked the narrator of the main character who was, uh, the young girl who, who was in the study. I hated the narration of the, um, the psychiatrist herself. I really didn't like it at all. So that really turned me off the book. I think maybe maybe I would have liked it better reading it. But um and the ending was okay. But I I did I it, that was a three stars ver you know, not quite four, but more than three. Mm. And currently I'm listening to The Girl He Used to Know by Tracy Garvis Graves. And this one is kind of um she is <clears throat> the main character, it, it goes back and forth with, uh, between 1991 and 2001. 
and the main character is clearly autistic. She, um, I mean, she's got, like, just, it never comes out and says, I have autism, or I, or, yeah. But she is, um, like, she can't be around loud noises and doesn't like the, you know, different smells and has a very hard time talking to people. I mean, it's all, you the classic characteristics of someone who has autism. And she's in, she, it's about her relationship, like her first, her first love. And clearly something goes wrong and they reconnect 10 years later. And it's about, that part is about them getting to know each other again. And I really, really like it. Um, I, I've seen a couple of reviews who didn't like the end. So I'm a little, there's always that, you know, what's going to happen and is it going to, is it going to piss me off? Right. But, um, that was really good. And then on Kindle, very slowly, I'm reading We Hunt the Flame by Hafsa Faisal. Um, I heard about this one last year at TLA. And it's a, it's like a YA fantasy. Um, typical YA fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And then watching, I, I, you know, I'm watching some podcasts. And we, if we have to turn something on, it's usually Shit's Creek. Um, I haven't watched the new season yeah, yet. We haven't. We're still, I think we're on season three now. Um, I've been taping them, but yeah. I haven't watched them yet. I kind of want to binge them. Yeah, that's, I mean, we will sit and, like, we, I think we watched three or four episodes last night. But my husband's working on his PhD, and he does not have all that much time. So I usually find, I'll find something else to watch. But we're not doing a lot of binging right now other than, you know, those little bits of time we get. And that one's good because they're only about, you know, maybe 20 minutes long. Right. But that's it for me. Um, I would say we'll probably record again about the same, I bet it'll be about a month. Uh, that's where I think that seems to be mm-hmm. working pretty well for us. Um, jump into the Ravelry group if you want. I don't, it's not active at all. <laughs> But I do always post, um, I'm posting links to the show notes there. I'm not posting the show notes on the blog anymore just because it was taking too much time. And the formatting between Google Docs and trying to get it into WordPress just wasn't working for me. So I'll post a link um, and say hi. And we'll talk to you in about a month. Bye. Bye.